this week on NPR. On the But Is It Good podcast, we will be discussing Nomadland, a sad tale of sad nomads doing sad things out in the sad desert. Uh, sad, there's sad deaths. It's more than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe, <clears throat> maybe you should do the intro, like, for real. <laughs> All right, this week we're doing uh, Nomadland, mm. Chloe Zhao's Nomadland, um, with Frances McDermott, I think is her name, uh, a tale that recounts um, a woman's, uh, let's just say, circumstances after the crash of 08, and the essentially the only pl- sorts of jobs in her town closes in 2011, and it's a story of rediscovering your freedom, the cost of that freedom, but also what is really the American dream um, in the 21st century and uh, sort of the the fallout of a lot of those things and uh, yeah, a lot more, but hmm. yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But is it good, Hunter? I think so, but let's, but let's, let's find out if, if we think it's good. Is that is that giving a preview? I don't know. Whiskey's tails my face. There she is. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's find out. <clears throat> but is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? See, I I I could have been going with with Adele, but you went with Lionel Richie. It's me. <laughs> I, I forgot the words. Welcome yeah. to episode 18 the, of But Is It Good Podcast. Yes. Yeah. The final episode of our Oscar nominations series. Yes. Best picture nominations. Best picture nominations. The final entry in the 2021 Oscar Best Picture because the Oscars are on Sunday. Yes. And uh, today we are doing Chloe Zhao's Nomadland. Nomadland. Uh, <laughs> but first, Zach, who are you? I, I'm Zach. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Zach yes. Olson. And I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And together, under the direction and guidance of the podcast's host, Whiskers, Queen Elizabeth Callahan Olson III. Yes. We bring you. We just call her Whiskey. We bring you. Mm-hmm. But is it good? Is that what you? Is it? Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's dive right in. Um, <clears throat> it's time for Hunter Shindig. His Shindig, yes. Yes, yes. His Shindig, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best one yet. So I actually have a lot of news. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> um, kind of speed through this. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of comic book movie news that I'm actually genuinely excited for. Okay. Um, not like annoyed with, uh, but then I have I have some non comic book movie news. Okay. Yeah, boy. Uh, first one's kind of random. There's a movie I, I saw the trailer for it called Annette. Do you know about this movie? No. Uh, it's written by a guy, a guy or a couple guys from a band. I forget the band's name. Um, but it has uh, Marion. I forgot how to say her last name. She was in Inception and The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. Cotillard or something like that. It's French. She's in it. 
Uh, it has Simon Helberg, who's from Big Bang Theory. Which one is which one is He's that? the short bowl cut guy. Oh. He doesn't look Howard. Like How yeah, Howard. Howie. Uh he's in this and then it has Adam Driver. Um Okay. It looks fascinating. Uh you should watch the trailer whenever you get a chance. Mm-hmm. It's a very artistic looking film. Annette. Annette. A N N E T T E. Like one net. No. But sure. Okay. <laughs> looks very interesting. It's like this woman is a famous opera singer and then Adam Driver's like a famous like driver. Uh comedian, like shot comedian. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's about their daughter who I don't know. Looks very interesting. Looks very like that's like an acid trip almost. An acid trip? Yeah. That's not what I was expecting. I mean you... it just looks out there, but I think okay. it looks cool. Okay. Um <clears throat> anyway, I'll get the two comic I'm down movie news, for some acid. Uh out of the way. The Flash mm-hmm. has officially started filming. This um, is a big deal. Yes. Hold on one second. Uh, the Flash, fine. I mean, it seems like it's fake. It, was, it sort of seems like the Black Adam movie where it's like mm-hmm. they've been talking about it for so long. And uh, Andy Muschietti, however you say his name, he did it too. He's directing it. Okay. He released a new title card animation. Yeah. And it was like day one. So it's officially happening. And Michael Keaton is officially confirmed okay. as Batman. That yeah. He is officially back. I'm hyped. So we shall see. Have we talked about how I'm a Michael Keaton fan? We have, and that's why I put that in there. <laughs> I'm gonna take a bite of my bagel now. So okay. I hand this to you for a second. Yeah, so uh on Monday, uh filming for Martin Scorsese's highly anticipated Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. It started filming. Um this is a like who's in it? What's the cast? Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jesse Plemons, Robert De Niro, Lily Gladstone, Pat Healy, Scott Shepard. That's who we know of so far. It's like Oklahoma in the 1920s. There's a brutal series of murders in like an oil wealthy part of part of uh, Oklahoma, I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, people are excited. So I'm I'm excited because people are excited. Oh yeah, Scorsese, I'm a, man. I'm a uh, a fan of the Scorsese. Very cool. So, very cool. There's my news. Was um, that on your list? It was not on my list. I'm glad you had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the new Shang Chi trailer? No. So Marvel released uh, the trailer for Shang Chi, who is uh, the first like, um, I guess Asian. Oh, uh, superhero. Yeah. Even though, I mean, we have Wong, but like this movie is about him. Right. Um, It looks really cool. It's got Aquafine in it. I don't know the main guy's name, but he looks amazing. It has the real Mandarin. You remember Iron Man 3 where Ben Kingsley plays the fake Mandarin and he's like, my name's mm-hmm. Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently the real Mandarin is in this movie. It mm. looks pretty good. It looks beautiful. It's uh, It doesn't look, look like a, people, I saw some people on like Twitter and stuff saying, Oh, this doesn't look like a Marvel movie. And I was like, good. Yeah. Good. It looks yeah. unique. Uh I also saw I did I did I didn't see the, the trailer or any photos or anything other than I saw because since I follow um Zack Snyder or since we follow Zack Snyder and 
Ray Fisher, we get a lot of DC stuff that just like pops up automatically, right? And uh, people were like, we could have had an Adam movie, but DC is just effing around and being racist, you know? Speaking of DC being, well, I guess not DC, but Warner Brothers being Warner racist. Brothers. I guess that's what they were saying, is Warner Brothers. Yeah, in lieu of the Derek Chauvin verdict, um, Warner Media released a statement saying, like... How they're re-upping their commitment. Yeah, like, we're going to, like... Social justice. That double down on, you know, equality. Mm-hmm. And Ray Fisher was not having... You sent me this, Zach. Yeah. And I believe was uh, curse word incoming. His exact words were... Uh, Warner Media, how fucking dare you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. And then he said, now I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. So, which is a bummer because, I mean, I, I get it. Whiskey's in the crib. Whiskey's in the crib. <laughs> so, in case you all wow. missed it, uh, Hunter's going to be a father. Yes. Soon. Soon, in like a month. <laughs> and so, the room that we've been using, uh, to record in is, is, uh, it's being taken from me, okay? <laughs> from you? By a little kid <laughs> whose name I don't even know yet. Nope, we haven't told anybody. <laughs> and so there's a crib in here, and uh, Whiskey jumped in it. And now she's back. She's exploring. Um, but anyway, so it, it, it's it's a bummer because there had been some hints that like maybe Ray Fisher could be coming back for the Flash movie. But the, now... The Flash movie that's already filming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I... <sighs> They have a script that includes him, yep. but it sounds like they're moving forward with the script without him. So it'd be, I don't know, I think it'd be weird at this point. Even now. Is she talking? Mm-hmm. I'm chewing my food, sorry. <laughs> Didn't we talk about, like... We did, I'm sorry. Professionalism and, like, eating... I'm hungry. ...while recording? Anyway... Moving on. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. We'll see. I'm hopeful for it, but man, they just can't seem to get their act together. Um, and I do, st- I mean, I hashtag stand with Ray Fisher mm-hmm. personally. So anyway, uh, they announced a new live action Gundam movie. Do you remember Gundam? What was Gundam? You don't know what Gundam was? Remind me what Gundam was. It's anime. Uh, oh, is it, it the giant the giant, giant robots, robots with yeah. like the the shields and the guns? Yeah, yeah, heck dude. yeah! They're gonna they're make a live doing, action doing Gundam live movie. Action Gundam. Uh, you know, they, didn't they? Didn't some like engineers over in Japan make like a giant Gundam robot that like? Oh, I have no idea. I think so. Look it up. Um, but a few years ago, they made the Pacific Rim movies. Remember those? Yeah. And I always thought that was kind of a Gundam esque. Yeah, here's thing. the giant Gundam robot. Is it a real thing? Can I? Airdrop this to you? Yeah. So they're making a live-action Gundam movie, mm-hmm. which I'm hyped for. Um, I'm it's, waiting. It's not popping up. You can just text me. Okay. Um, and then you, uh, Zach here, loves Lord of the Rings. Do you not? I Yes, I love Lord of the Rings. Do you, in fact, know that Amazon is doing a Lord of the Rings Yeah, Yeah, series? they're doing a... They're doing a uh, uh, Middle Earth show. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's called Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but it's like during kind of weird during like it's. I think it's like before, like before he like gets his hand cut off, and they're like, "Is sealed door? Oh. Destroy it!" Gotcha. No. 
Sorry. I love that part. I love every part. Well, apparently it's the most expensive TV show ever. Well, it I hope it I hope it doesn't suck. It's like it's like thirty or forty million dollars an episode. That's expensive. Or no, no, it's not that. It's something like no, it was like three hundred million dollars for like a season. Mm-hmm. Something, something ridiculous. It was something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's coming. I mean, I could see it being that expensive per episode. Did you know that, like, at the end, uh, <laughs> the end of what? At the end of Friends, uh, all the like main stars were making like a million dollars an episode. I believe it. So, and that was back then. Yeah. This so is think now. about the money they're throwing away, or not throwing away. It's going into the. the uh, like economy and stuff, they're paying all these hardworking PAs. That's and, true. And extras and stuff. That's true. You know, I think it's it's interesting that we live in an age where TV shows can get that kind of budget. Yeah. Well, um, this is the one thing—not the one thing, but this is like the big thing that is like super accessible, and like it's still. Like, I'm starting to get, like, pissed off about all the ads that pop up on my phone and stuff. But, like, commercials, I'm not, like, angry at those yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, as far as, like, advertising goes, like, it's still, like, acceptable for that, you know? and Yeah. Well, we will see. I'm not sure when that comes out. But Mm -hmm. um, the last bit of news, uh, Mortal Kombat, which comes out um, today, actually. Well, I guess the day of this this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, it is not current because whatever comes out twenty uh, third. Yeah, uh, yeah. It is. Isn't that Friday? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're right. Mortal Kombat is currently sitting fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, uh, what def- define fresh? It's at like sixty five. Oh, that's it's still fresh. You'd fail the class, Hunter. If not in movies, apparently. Okay, fair enough. Uh. Considering how great the second one was, this is an improvement. Um, yeah. Zach, is that not what we're doing for our next series? That is what we're going to do. So we're going to do the Mortal Kombat series. Mortal Kombat. So we're going to be doing the the 1995 yes, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat and then Mortal Kombat Annihilation I think was 97. Uh, it is also known as the greatest film ever made. The greatest. <laughs> Y'all are going to love it. Yes, it's a pretty drastic turn from <laughs> Best Picture nominees mm-hmm. to Mortal Kombat. But I'm 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 excited. But we're really excited. We love Mortal Kombat. We grew up on it and bonded over uh Mortal Kombat 10 I think was the game that was out at the time. Mm-hmm. And um so, I feel like we busted out like the old PS2 and played like the old oh, Mortal, probably. Mortal Kombat. I had like Deadly Alliance and yeah. Mortal Kombat Deception and Mortal yeah. Kombat Armageddon. Because you were like, yeah, uh, reptiles' costumes are kind of cool in this game, but check out this costume from this game. Well, on Deadly Alliance, it's my least favorite because he was a straight up lizard. Yeah. And I'm annoyed because it looks <laughs> like in the trailer, it looks like he's just a lizard. And yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah. But we had like Mortal Kombat three. You mean like a li- like a lizard, like no robes or anything? He looks like just like a giant lizard. He's just there's no. He's not wearing clothes. He's not a ninja. He's a lizard, and the trailer shows him get his heart ripped out. So that's kind yeah. of a bummer. But yeah, in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, there's like four reptiles because he's part of a race called the Sirens. So yeah, you know maybe it's not actually him. Anyway, 
could be yeah. his, his dad. So and now, now Reptile has a motive for being angry because they ripped out his lizard dad, his heart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Monday we'll, we'll we'll be doing Mortal Kombat ninety five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say May third is will be Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Then I guess May tenth, whatever the next Monday is, we will be doing Mortal Kombat. Uh, 2021. Yeah. Which we're going to probably try and see next week, I think. Yeah. Cool. And then I, I think the, the tentative plan is after that to do the MonsterVerse. I believe so, yes. So. Yes. Um. Yeah, cool. Right on. All right. Uh, Whiskey shots. We have a couple. Whisker shits. Let's go. The first one is she jumped in the crib. Yeah. Uh, having a ball. In second here. one is I have my cream cheese bagel here with me, and she was licking my cream cheese. She's just all in stuff today. As the CEO of this company, <clears throat> she was taking a stand and saying, "You can't eat that while oh. we're recording, so I'll eat it for you." You know what I want to do? I wanna, <laughs> what do you want? I want to make a website for But Is It Good? Get on our bikes and have it just, and just go, go. And just go and start a business. Yeah, I want to make a website for But Is It Good, and then have like a meet the team. Yeah. And like your HR apparently. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's the function that I oversee. Marketing. And then at the very top is just whiskey and it just says like it's like CEO and founder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could get her like one of those like uh little bow tie collars yeah. with, with like the, you know, what are those things called that hang down on your shirt, the little white things? I don't know. Like this. It's like the collar, but it's just like is it not just a collar? Okay, it's the collar. <laughs> a collar uh, and, and a bow tie and some glasses, maybe. CEO. Perfect. Anyway, the other one is that she spoke English the other day. What'd she say? She said hello. Well, so I, I don't. I'm don't. shocked that this is so fascinating to you <laughs> because she talks to us and the audience every every episode. That's true. What she said that? hello. She has this. Thing where she's if she's just wandering around, we can hear it through the house, and she goes, "Hello, hello, hello," and then this time she actually went, "Hello," straight up speaks English. <laughs> All right, Zach, theme song is out. Whiskey shots, whiskey shots. Yeah, does whatever a CEO does. Meow, meow. It's <laughs> like a like a Owen Wilson meow. 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 All right, you don't have any Zach's shindigs today, do you? Um, No, not not this time. All right, that's good. I feel like there was something that I was going to do. There was, but I think you forgot it. Yeah. Um, You got off easy this time. Uh, you need to start making notes, dear, like when they happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, cool. So now it's time for movie in a minute. Movie, movie in a minute. Movie in a minute. Movie We're going to talk about a movie in a minute or it's less. It's a minute. Or less. Actually, no. In just 60 seconds, 60 exactly. 60 seconds, precisely. <laughs> All right, Zach, it's your turn. Moving yeah. Let me get my timer ready. <clears throat> Here we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. In three, two, one, go. All right, so it's 2011. Uh, Francis McDormand plays Fern. Uh, this big old factory in Empire, Nevada shuts down. And like everyone leaves, like the zip code disappears, it's gone. She stays there because she's grieving the death of her husband. Uh, she takes these seasonal jobs. She lives in a van. Uh, it's sad. She meets meets friends in like rendezvous in Arizona. Uh, there's this guy named Bob Wells. Um, 
and and they have a happy little like nomad lifestyle. But then one by one, everyone leaves. Uh, uh, Swanky has brain cancer, and she leaves, and she dies, and uh, L- Linda Linda May, I think, leaves and never comes back. I don't think. Um, and then she goes and lives not for long, but with Dave. And I don't like Dave. And, and then she goes back and gets rid of all of her dead husband stuff, and then drives away into the sunset. Boom. <clears throat> no Madeline. Perfection. <laughs> uh, this was one of those movies that I think we're just gonna have to talk about in general because it's really gonna be hard to walk through the narrative. Right. It's a very unassuming narrative, and it's a mm-hmm. very meandering narrative on purpose, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I mean, it's about a nomad who's, like, wandering the earth. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so Nomadland was released on September 11th, 2020 in Venice. In Venice. And then February 19th, 2021 in the U.S. Yes. Directed by Chloe Zhao. Is it Zhao or is it Zhao? I don't know. Zhao, Zhao. Z-H-A-O. If it's Zhao, please let us know and correct us. But she also did the screenplay. Yeah. The music is Ludovico Inaudi. Mm-hmm. Inaudi. Uh, Didn't he do the, the music for another one that we've... I don't recognize that name. Okay. But maybe. Cool. The DP was Joshua James Richard. He did the music for The Father. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. I can see that. I can kind of see that, that, that through line. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's also done Black Swan. Okay. Um, a bunch of other stuff. Doctor Zhivago. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's a TV series. That, um, I've, that I've heard of this other stuff. I mean, a lot of this stuff I haven't. Anyways, let's continue. Yep. Uh, runtime is one hundred and eight minutes. Yeah. Budget's only five million dollars, and box office was six point three million dollars. So it's already made its money. Uh, and it, it pretty much just released last month in the U.S. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or two months ago. That's true. So, real quick, while I take this last bite. Four. Last bite. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bagel. Bagel. Is, what are your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts. I'm very excited to hear this. I really enjoy the music in this movie. The music is, is amazing. Um... Ludovico Inaudi, Inaudi, mm-hmm. you did a you did a great job. <laughs> um, this this movie's really like bleak for me. Um, I feel like whereas some of the other movies that we've watched that like have this uh, like hard material to grab, like it's it's there, there's a deep sadness or like it's poignant or whatever. Uh, there, there's like a sense of hope that comes along with it. Are you filming me? No, I'm sending this to to Trey. Sending what to Trey? You. Oh, okay. Hello. Hey, Trey. <laughs> um, the, a lot of those movies came with like a redemptive piece that that like this is not that <laughs> brought brought hope in some sense. Yeah. And th- I don't feel like this film brought that. Yeah. There was a funny thing that happened about an hour or two ago where Zach texted me and he was like. This is just really sad. And that's yeah. about how Swanky had cancer, and I sent him a screenshot from my notes. That was literally, the note was, oh, no, Swanky's sick. And then the next note was, this movie is just really sad, like really sad. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, like, 
this movie was tough for me in some ways. Um, I don't know. Let's just let's let's just kind of dive into it. Yeah, um, let's dive in. So we see her. She's at like a, a storage facility going through stuff. I assume it's her husband, her late husband's, yeah, like like stuff, and she puts it in there. Uh, tearfully, she, she's tearfully she's like cried about something, right? Yeah. Well, she looks at like a jacket. I guess mm-hmm. it was like his work jacket or something. Because later on, she's like, you know, he loved his work, you know. Yeah. And it yeah. Did, it looked like a work jacket to me. Um, she she like paid a guy. I don't know if she was paying for the storage unit or if that's like when she bought the van. Is that when know. she bought the van? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. But also, she's gone for a year, so she might have paid for a year with the storage unit. Maybe. You know what I mean? That's possible too. She's gone for a straight year. Right. Um, we see her, uh, peeing on the side of the road. Um, and we find out that she lives in her van. Yep. I thought she was going to stay at a motel cause she went and found some lady and she was like, Oh, but I guess she was just paying for like a spot to put her yeah. van yeah, 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 like in, in the yeah. RV park. And we, she says like, I'm in the Amazon pow- like power force camp or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think Amazon pays for their workers to because because it's seasonal work. Yeah, you know. So that's interesting, um, which I didn't really catch on to at first. But she works for Amazon. Yeah, well, for right now. Yeah, and then we kind of see her going through it, um, and uh, she. Um, let's see where my where my note is, uh, where she is leaving, and someone says, "All right, I'll see you next year." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gotcha. So it's like... It's a seasonal thing. Yeah, yeah. seasonal gigs. So um, my mother uh, would like to be a nomad. She loves... She wants to get like a... a, a what are those... I can't think of the name of the van. It's like, it's like a specific kind of like RV. They're like metal and they're like rounded. Airstream. Airstream. Yeah, you know, I wants, would love to have an Airstream. She wants an Airstream. And, I've always wanted and she works. She's worked seasonal positions in the past. Like she worked, uh, like six months at Yellowstone National Park. So and uh, let me ask you about that. Yeah, because maybe you might know it. It seemed really interesting to me that they like it's. I don't want to say is it easy to get those jobs. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't. I don't. Know. A lot of people don't even know that those kind of jobs exist. Exactly. First of all, exactly. Second of all, I don't think they'll just take anybody yeah. like you, you know what i mean um because there's a line later where dave is like i'm gonna go back to it was called like wall drugs or something like that right uh it's the like donut place whatever i think wall drug might have been the name of the city okay but they're, they're like at a donut yeah, place because he and he's making like burgers in the back and yeah stuff. and he says something like yeah because i i worked that last year Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like maybe they well, just like people that work seasonal work uh, will bounce between like the same gigs, okay, especially so like if you do if you get the job and you do a good job, they'll invite you back. Yeah, kind of thing. So they'll like find us like a like a, a gig and then uh, a gig. I said turns out that, but like in kind well, of it no, is it is a gig. Yeah, you know it's it's it's, it's, a gig it's temporary employment. Um, it's it's gig work in my yeah. opinion, and so yeah, and they know like okay around Christmas time, Amazon needs a lot more warehouse workers, mm-hmm. and uh, Fern goes back, yeah. she's there for New Year's, you know. Well, that actually that happened. Uh, I mean, last year when COVID was really bad and everything mm-hmm. shut down, I know people who started driving for Amazon. Yeah, because they their workload went up because people couldn't leave the shop, so they would just right. order online, and so. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I will say though, just real quick, 
Um, I really enjoyed the, like you said, the music, but also the cinematography of this was oh, beautiful. Oh, the cinematography was wonderful. And I loved the silence of it. Yeah. Um, so you hated the music? No, I loved the music. Well, then, but you, also you I love the silence and the music? I think I realized, where, I'm not sure where it is, where uh, it took a long time for the music to come in. At the beginning of the movie? Like, to start it off? No, 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 I thought... Was there music at the very very beginning? I thought there's a part where, like, I made a note where I was like, I think this is our first um, bit of music. Anyway, I think artistically, <clears throat> it was a beautifully done movie. Yeah. I think it's just it's just tough subject matter in a sense where it's like, nothing happens. Yeah, maybe... And I think, I think that's Maybe kind this of the like point a, of it. a super realistic view of like the yeah. nomad lifestyle. Have you read or heard about uh, the book Into the Wild? I I know about it. I've seen part of the movie. I okay, I've heard the movie's like not not a good. Uh, I haven't seen representation. I haven't seen or read the book. Is, the book to me was really good. Some people might hate it. I don't know, but it's about this guy who's well off, right? He's very well off, I think. Yeah, his name is Chris McCandless, and he graduated like. Uh, um, valedictorian or whatever at Emory University in Atlanta. Okay. So like, if you if you're top of your class at Emory, like, you're, you're doing things. You're set, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what does he do? Does he go get like a job as some neurosurgeon? No, he he sells everything he has except for his car, and just drives out west. <clears throat> and it's about him like living this nomad lifestyle. Actually, I think what what it was, he like disappeared. And his family wanted to know what happened to him, you know, and they've hired this, like, investigative journalist. And so he tracked him through the U.S. and, like, found Mm. all the people that he worked these gigs in. And, like, they found his car abandoned out near, like, uh, Salt Lake City, like, in the middle of the desert or whatever. And, like, tracked him up to, like, Alaska. Doesn't he find a bus? He he lives in a bus up in Alaska. And and, um, I don't want to spoil the end. But anyways, I mean, it's this very like how it ends. very like hopeful and just like it makes the the nomad lifestyle just sound so cool. Like the way like you you read excerpts of of uh, Chris McCandless's journal and like what he's saying, like where he is and all this stuff, and everyone talking about him and how he was so full of life and this that and the other, and it just sounds so cool. And it sounds like freedom. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he can just go where he wants and do what he wants. And this movie. Is that, but like t- much bleaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Uh, you know, I wonder if it's because of maybe where they were in their lives because he maybe. was young, right? He was, yeah. So he was, he was young. These people uh, at the end of the movie, was his name Ben? Who, who was the, the Santa Claus? Oh, Bob, Bob Wells. Bob, sorry, Bob. Uh, he, he says, like, you know, most people who come here are grieving, yeah, you know, or, or going through some sort They've of loss, lost something. Yeah. Um, so you're probably right. It's probably the point in life. But, but also thinking about when it when it took place, you know, it took place during the Great Recession, mm-hmm. um, which we were in high school during that time. We graduated yeah. high school in 2011. Um, we didn't know what was going on. Exactly. <laughs> like we were like we were very lucky. We you yeah. know like my our parents didn't lose everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying to get top banana. Ex- Mr. Gerald's class. Yep. Shout out, Mr. Gerald. Shout out to Mr. Gerald. Uh, I never got top banana, but Trey did. I, I think I think he got top banana once. Yeah, I got it. I, I actually I didn't get it. Uh, 
me and Robert Worley both got a 100. <laughs> oh, dang. So, so we, you, he gave us both you, a banana. You had to share it? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but, you know, like this, this woman, Fern, isn't just doing this because she likes it. It's because she has to, in a sense, and she's lost everything. And Well, um, yes, she's lost everything, but she also doesn't want to abandon that place. Like, that place holds a very special place yeah, in her heart. Yeah, I think she even says Because later, of Bo. Yeah. Uh, that's like Bo, they didn't have any children, and he she wasn't... Says that, that's all I had, yeah. He wasn't close with his family, and she said, if I leave... It was like he never existed. It was like he that's never right. existed. Yeah, that's right. So it's like she's there to hold on for him. Yeah. You know? Um... And then I think near the end of the movie, she sort of like lets she gets rid of his possessions because she, like, she realizes that she'll see him later down the yeah, road. Yeah. So I have a, uh, a comment about um, you said that that scene with Bob Wells and stuff. Well, first off, let me just finish. That's my, at the that's near me, the, that's like the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah. This I feel like we'll kind of bounce around on this because yeah. it's hard to in, in a straight line. Um, but this is an interesting take on the nomad life because it is disclaimer: we know nothing about the nomad yeah, life. Nothing, you know, like. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, to your same thought, like, I've always wanted to tour and stuff for music. Mm-hmm. And it's, I've heard many, many stories, and I've done a little bit of, I've got like a taste of it, and I've really enjoyed it. But you hear a million stories of people saying, like, oh, I thought I wanted to, to, to do that, and then I did it, and I was like, this is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a very different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's an interesting take on this movie because. One, I feel like she's in this position because she has to be, not because she wants to be. But then you see people like Linda May, who seem more joyful. Okay, yeah, I think. L- I mean, Linda is into it. Yeah, um, and she's doing. I I want to uh, uh, challenge um, the idea that she's there because she has to be, not because she wants to be. Okay. Um, I mean, in a certain sense, just based on like what she finds important in her life. She might feel like I have no other choice. This is like what I have to do. Mm-hmm. But she's offered uh, one by that random chick at the sporting goods store to come live with her. But two by her sisters. Like, why didn't you come home? Like, yeah. we you uh, there's a big hole here. And Dave. So she she's had three opportunities. True. And she three times said no. Makes the choice to to get back in her van and go. Yeah. Now whether that is, I mean, we can talk. We could talk for a long time. Is that a, a want? Or does she need to go? You mm-hmm. know, but I just wanted to point that. No, out. true. She she has every chance to 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 find some stability somewhere. Yeah. Um, Continue. Did I did I derail your no, thought? No, no, okay. No, no. But it's interesting because there's some moments where it does feel more hopeful to me. Okay. In the in the sense that she's meeting a lot of these interesting people and she seems to really be enjoying her community. Yes. But so at the beginning, like the convention or whatever it was, the, like RTR or whatever it's called, yeah, yeah, um, that seemed like all those people are there together, and there's like this there's community, three dudes with no shirts and puppies, right? Just sitting, there. just sitting there, yeah, exactly. That's this. That's the part I'm talking about. That part f- felt like the most hopeful part of the whole movie to me. Yeah, honestly. and it was great. But like, I feel like I made a note somewhere. Like maybe I just made it in my head where I thought, um, there's this. Freedom, but there's a cost to that freedom. Yeah. And there's a cost to that lifestyle. And, um, like, there's a moment where she's got these people and she's having a good time and she has a lot of cool, it's just a little community. And then one day they just all leave. 
Right, they're all gone. And then it's just her and Swanky. So think about think about the first time she goes to that RVR or whatever whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like this very hopeful, I don't know, like fun almost. It's a new community that she's found. It's like mm-hmm. she's found her family again, mm-hmm. right? Yep. One year later, it's very different. Like it yep. doesn't really show that community. It just basically shows the other vans showing up and mm. then she has the conversation with Bob. And they throw the rocks in the fire. They for throw Swanky. the rocks in the fire. And it's like the it's like the losses keep piling up. Yeah. But you also know what I mean? like you know, also there's that conversation with her sister where she says like you like there was a big hole when you left. Yeah. And Fred even says like that's my like that one's on me. Right. And it's like, you know, you and then even Dave. Sorry, I know that you don't like Dave. I'm not a Dave fan. I don't even know why. Like he didn't. But do I'm it. saying, like you know, I'm not saying she do needs, anything. She wrong. needs to be romantic with him or anything. But like she could have a steady friendship, a steady right. relationship. Not necessarily. And it seemed like, like Dave's entire family was like was on board. They were super welcoming, and so yeah. she could have had with this, this random woman just coming and living yeah, in their house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but she could have had some more, some steadier communities. So. You know, part of that is just like, okay, well, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a cost to that freedom. Does that make sense? Exactly, Whiskey, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, know. she's sacrificing those relations. What you're saying is she's sacrificing yeah. those opportunities for stability. Yeah. But also just relationship. In like relationship. Genuine relationship. Yeah. Because um, I feel like in in all cases, there's like a, she feels misunderstood, like, the fact that that Dave even offers seems to like put her off in some way. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like she 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 shows up to hit that house, and she has like an attitude. She's like, "You seem very happy here." Yeah, you yeah. Have a, you have a, a a flat tire. Yeah, it's because you're staying, isn't it? Yeah, she. You know when, what I mean? Like, she's like, <laughs> I, I noticed that too when she was sitting. They were sitting with his like grandson. Yeah. In the little playroom, and she goes, "So I guess you're staying, huh?" Yeah, or something like that, and I was like, "Why you got an attitude about this?" Right, like, good for him. He's happy. Like he's got his family. Right, and he even says like, when his son comes and finds him, and finds him, he's like, "I forgot how to be a dad." And right, and you can tell that that like like haunts him. He was like, "I wasn't around when he was younger, so I tried to be there when when he was older, but I'd like forgotten how to be a dad." And yeah, and she says, "Don't be a dad, be a grandfather." And she says, "Go." Yeah, and so. Then she's like annoyed that he like yeah, went, I, yeah. And like likes it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad you're on this page with me because I was thinking, what do you do? Like what? Yeah, and, it, and like it's. Fr- I mean, it's it's sad because, but she could do that with her sister. Maybe I know that she doesn't have right. kids, so she doesn't. She wouldn't have to be a grandma, but she could. You know, and her sister even says like, just stay here. Or like, and think about she was a little contentious when she went and visited her sister. They got in that like little mini argument at dinner. Mm-hmm. I guess it was her sister's husband who yeah, used to be George. Shut up, George. George. Yeah, George, who who used to be uh, Fern's friend. Yeah, and they had that little like exchange, but her sister like goes and sits down with her on the bed and is like s- still super welcoming and like you could. Yeah. Uh, whiskey just threw up. Really. Yeah, like a bunch. Uh, it's on your bag. It's on the. It. Let me pause it. Yeah. Okay, we're back. All right. Do <laughs> Do we want to talk about uh, the naming of the vans? Oh yeah. So do you actually know the names of all of them? Because I. No, I just know that she names her van Vanguard. Vanguard. And I thought, like, my first thought was like, it's like Treycon is a gecko gecky. <laughs> Trey. Trey has a name with uh, away with Trey has a name. Trey has away with names. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, we would be we would play like Pokemon. Yeah, 
like red and blue. Oh yeah, way back. Which came back like or it came out a long time ago. But like, it came back for a little bit. It came back in like 2012. Yep. Um and he would name like Squirtle Squirty, you know. He's uh and texting me right now and I said, "Come be a guest on our podcast." And he said, "You better pay me." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if if you're good at something, don't do it for free. All right, Joker. Uh, I think more people other than the just the Joker. Well, that's just I think of the Dark Knight. Anyway, but yes, he does have way of names. Um, but isn't one like is what what's Swanky's band's name? Isn't it like called like I was called something like Paint or something like that. <laughs> someone's named no. That was a a woman who was just speaking at the fire one night, mm. and she said that uh her, she named her van Paint because it takes her where she ain't. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. And everyone but, had a nice little chortle. Um, I forgot what we were talking about before Whiskey threw up. But I do want to mention, I thought this was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So I made a note where I was like, this doesn't feel like a movie or like these are actors. I mean, I, I meant that in a good way. Okay. Turns out, Linda May, Bob Wells, Swanky, not actors. Right. They're, they're, they're actual they're... nomads. Oh, okay. And Bob Wells is an actual YouTube personality who... Started the RTR thing, whatever. So they were actually real people, which makes it even more powerful because at the end, Bob Wells is talking about his son. He starts cr- like choking. He up. chokes up because his son committed suicide, and uh, that really changed the movie a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think it's really, that's just interesting, man. Like this was a really interesting movie to me because. Even the some of the stuff that he talks about about, you know, how they're they're like people are conditioned to just work themselves to death, you know, like Yeah. It was interesting <clears throat> yeah. hearing these disillusioned and disavowed older people mm-hmm. um Looking it, back on their lives and Yeah, like, looking back, but also in the middle of the Great Recession. Yeah. Where they had lost everything, they were like economically like just had enough. Because um, we had just watched, you know, a movie about protesters in Chicago and mm-hmm. the trial, and it's these young people who were like full of energy, who were like, "We don't like this system." And now yeah. these are people who were like, seemed like they believed in it, and then were spat out by it, and said, right. "This was not what I signed up for." Yeah, you know. And that one woman who has that really heartbreaking story about her friend who, like, was, like, almost retired or, like, was older but got diagnosed with cancer. And then mm-hmm. uh, she was, like, in his company, called him while he was in hospice. Yeah. And was, like, we need to talk about your retirement. Right. And he died, like, four days later. And she said he died with a with his boat in his driveway that he never got to take out or or, or, or use. And that sucks, man. That that that'll hit you hard. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because hell, I mean, I've I've had moments where I think I'm like, we're almost thirty. Well, we have a couple of years. Yeah, but still, and thirty is not old, Hunter. I understand that, and I'm not saying that thirty is old, but I'm saying like, it does feel like we were just eighteen yesterday. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to think like. I, you yesterday, know, 10 years ago. 
The, yes. <laughs> Yesterday, 10 years ago, we were 17, technically. Okay, fine. Um, but you have to think, like, there are people in this world who blinked and were 55. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I didn't do anything that I wanted to do. So, you know, it just yeah. makes you it makes you kind of See, stop and think, you know? I, I, I feel like I'm doing things that I want to be doing while in that gear grinding stuff. Yeah. You know, like And that's uh, that's the this, struggle. I do this thing uh once or twice a week where I I sit down with this shithead and we mm. rep- record a podcast. <laughs> About like movies. What did you say the other day where it was Hunter and his deadbeat friend? Is that <laughs> his deadbeat blonde friend? Is that yeah. you? Yeah, that was when I was. I, I, I wrote a pretty good movie. Oh, uh, Nine Lies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ni- Nine Lies about uh, a, a woman named a Hope. A fictionalized version of my mother. No. Right? No. <laughs> a woman named Hope who's secretly killing cats by feeding them too much. She would never. And the son, the son uh, throughout the movie starts to uncover secrets and, like, lies that his mother has been telling him. Mm. Uh, and then it coalesces with him and his deadbeat blonde friend <laughs> yeah. uh, finally realizing that his mom is killing the cats after this string of murders, uh, cat murders, <laughs> in downtown Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when they confront her, she has an eye patch. <laughs> I forgot about that. Did you forget about the eye yeah, patch? I did. They confront her, and she has an eye patch. And... Um, she gives this like villain speech and she's like, hope is nothing but a cruel joke. And you realize that like, <laughs> it's all just because she was named hope. Uh, did you forget that part too? Yes. <laughs> I texted you this. <laughs> um, Don't do that. Don't give me hope. Yeah. Um, and it's called nine lies. Nine lies. Cause cats and, and, and lies. Is there any studios listening? Well, you can, you can pick this up. I'm telling you if, if, I had pitched this in the eighties. It would have gotten picked up. <laughs> it would have got made. There's so many. There's so many movies. Did you watch that trailer that I sent you? Oh, I never did. I I I didn't mean to. Uh, I can't even remember what the movie is called, but it looks ridiculous. But yes, to your point, you know, like y- you have to, you know, try and be on your hustle. Oh my gosh, whiskey's not coming back in here. <laughs> you don't want me to let her in? No, I mean, I, I don't okay. care. Um, Jim Kata. Beyond the, the mixture of gymnastics and karate. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They they got this guy, he was an Olympic gymnast, and they starred him in a karate movie and called it Jim Kata. Um anyway. Uh very important. Yeah, like this movie, I think a lot of this movie is about like t- you know, touches on regret and mm-hmm. how yes, we can get don't spend your life and not do the things that you want to do. But also I would say in a sense for me, I kind of got it as don't do superficial things. Okay. Don't, you know, like I noticed all the things like Swanky was talking about where she was like, oh, just let her in. <laughs> um, but, you know, she was talking about these beautiful sights that she would see, you know, with the, with the, with birds. the, the, with the swallow nests and stuff. And so it's like, but I feel like there's a part of that in an interesting way that is missing from the nomad lifestyle. And a lot of that I feel like is relationship. Okay. In a sense, you get a lot of really interesting and cool relationships, but they're very short. Yeah. And that might be enough. You know what I'm saying? Like that might well, be. Well, the thing about the nomad lifestyle, people go their own way. Like my, my, my mom worked, like I said, she worked like six months at 
uh, Yellowstone National Park and met all these cool people and like created these really great friendships. She's probably never going to see any of them. <laughs> yeah, no. Whiskey just under her microphone. <laughs> it's okay. So it's. I feel like there needs to be a balance because. Let me ask you this. Ask me. And then we can kind of get back on track, but I, I don't know how much they're really... We're on track. Yeah. Is that... Would you rather live the nomad lifestyle like it's depicted in this movie? No. I didn't give you any other options. I'll take the other <laughs> options. <laughs> I'm taking it. Or would you rather do this this lifestyle for, an, for a finite amount of time with people you love? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The second so, one. That's what I'm saying. Like, this reminded me a lot. So for those of you who don't know, um, I like my twin brother, Trey, who we talk about, he's uh, the third one of Dem Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lives in California. Um, we live in Atlanta. Yeah. When he moved from... It's just a, sh- a short stroll. It's a there. short, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Um, when he moved, because he, he lived in, in, in outside of Chicago for a while, but then he his Trey's home, quote-unquote, is... In Athens, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask him, I'm sure that's where his heart is, literally, because that's where Levi is. But not important. Um, when he moved from Georgia to California, uh, me and him drove out there together. Yeah. And a lot of this reminded me of our drive. We drove from Atlanta to California. We went mm-hmm. the, the southern route through Texas, um, all the way through Arizona and uh, um, New Mexico, and L.A., yada, yada, yada. And so there's some really beautiful... Th- no, whiskey. There's some really beautiful shots, you know, where, like, there's one part where I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the random dirt road where I got my cactus. I bought a cactus in Arizona for five bucks on the side of the road from a dude in a van. And you think you saw it in this movie? No, I don't, but I'm saying, okay. like... But, okay. I, but I could be like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. You know, and, like, yeah, oh, yeah. we stopped and... So we went to national parks. We just... We went wherever we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, we rode on the, on, on the PCH, I think she drove to, to the beach at one point, you know, mm-hmm. on the cliffs. And I'm like, this is, looks like it's the West coast. Yeah. But I was doing that the West with my brother. Yeah. Mind you, I love a good drive by myself. I've driven from, from here to, to Florida by myself and I love it. It's one state away. So I know I'm saying like extended <laughs> drives. I would have done that on my own probably. Uh, I'm just messing with you. Um, but it was, you know, if it was me and you or if it was me and Hannah and mm-hmm. it, she would never go in a car that long, but, but I'm saying like these things you can do if you. I feel like they mean more, with with with, with those relationships. I agree. I don't think I would be down for like the nomad 100 percent by myself lifestyle. Yeah, I'd be more into like you know the movies where it's like he found out that he had. Uh, he, there's there's a movie. It's either out on Netflix or it's like coming out soon about a guy that like realizes that. He's losing his hearing, so he's going on a road trip with his friends so they can hear all these sounds oh, really? before he loses his hearing. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being, you know, a little facetious because I'm like, there's a lot of those movies, right? Yeah. But I'm more into, like, that sort of, like, adventure, like, nomadic adventure than, like, living the nomad lifestyle. Yeah. Wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah. I, I need comfort. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. There are multiple scenes where she is living in her van. She is shitting in a bucket, (laughs) or she's like trying to like. She like surprised herself once. She was like, "Whoo!" Yeah, 
she she she's like tr- I can't remember if she's cooking or she's trying to read a book, but some guy just like looks in the window. Yeah, and like all these moments where I'm like, I could not do that. I yeah. wouldn't want to. It's interesting because it, it kind of it pairs it with these beautiful moments where she's has these 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 beautiful sights and she's floating yeah. in the ri- in, in, yeah. in the lake. She's butt naked, but like purple but I'm, mountains but I'm in saying, the background. Like, there's and a freedom all this to that. Stuff. When that's beautiful. Those moments are beautiful. She's like yeah. she's one with nature. But then it's with these other moments of like really like this is tough. This is Yeah. You know, and it's just interesting. I you know, I wonder if she would have like what if she had gone with Dave and they right. did it. You know what I'm saying? Like and they did it? Like my no, not that. And they did the nomad lifestyle. Like oh, okay. my like my Well they did for a while because he was on he was sitting on in a in a chair with her on a cliff true. by the ocean at true. one point. You know what I mean? Yeah. With those It's just interesting country he, guys. Like yeah, those, Oh yeah, the uh the guys playing guitar. Yeah. Um because like there's like my uh my boss, he has three kids. I think he has three kids. He and his wife and his whole family we were on the road for like 30 days, like a, like a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and just traveled like all over the country. And see, that's awesome. Yeah. That kind of stuff is so dope. I love that. But to do it alone, I feel like anybody, even if you're like me, who loves being alone sometimes, there's a limit. I love being alone. I do too. But I would need a toilet and a shower. I kept taking, like, I'm taking notes and it's just like stream of consciousness and there are multiple points where I'm like, does she, does she bathe? Like we, not, don't, we never see her bathe. We see her take a shower once. Oh yeah, that's right. When she's working like construction. Yeah. Right? Um, In that, and things she's like her that, hair with I like know those, I'm a, I'm a, like a city boy, but like <laughs> stuff like that, it's like a deal breaker for me. Yeah. You know? Well, it's interesting because I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. There's also... There's beautiful things about every lifestyle, I think. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And there's give and take with it with every lifestyle. Um we were we were laughing earlier today about uh one of Hannah's friends said, Oh yeah, well, well when you have kids your life is over. Uh exactly. Not necessarily. And it's like the older that that that, that I get, the more I realize this is like, no, it's really up to you. Like your perspective on what that life is, yeah, and your intentionality of that life, yeah, is what will make or break it. See, like my my mom, if if she ever like decided to go out and do this, she'd probably love it. Mm. Shitting in a bucket, <laughs> the, whole, the whole nine yards. I, I hope she listens to this. I'm sure she will. Uh, it's not my thing. Like she's even talked to me. She's like, you should get an airstream, and you know, you're young, you could travel. Uh, you have the opportunity to work remotely, blah See, blah blah. I would, I would love to get an airstream, and yeah. as somebody like I just said, like I'd love to tour, like with music, but it's like, and I so I say, yeah, I want to live out of out of a suitcase, but I never meant literally live out of a suitcase. Right. I meant like that'd be tight for a month or you know, like I, I mean a few months, however long yeah. this tour, or whatever it is, but then you come home. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I've never yeah. been, I've been, I've I've always been one who wants to travel and wants to be, have a very bold life, but I've never been one who's like I don't want to have a house. Right. You know what I'm saying like I've never felt that way. This is to me is, and I don't mean radical in the sense that it's like bad because I yeah. feel like radical has a connotation of being bad, yeah. but to me this is radical in the way that like 
people live in tiny homes is yeah. rad- radical. Yeah. It's like, I mean, she's literally, she. I appreciate how creative and innovative she is with the space in her van. She's like, look, I opened this and this was my husband's and I love this. Yeah. And now I have more countertop space yep. and my favorite dishes are in there. The dishes that Dave broke. Oh, I, th- I, I felt bad for him that moment. For him? Yes. He's trying to help. I know. He was just trying to help. He was like, help. you don't have to shout. She like, but I thought that that moment when the dishes break and, and she she realizes, I mean, throughout the movie, it feels like she's grieving the loss of Bo, right? Yeah, but those are from her parents. Those are from her parents. Okay, so. Yeah. But anyway, like memories of yeah. her loved ones, I feel like the nomad lifestyle is like making her like lose those those moments and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I mean, the, the dishes break. She tries to put them back together and realizes that she can't. I wonder if she was like, I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's interesting. Did she leave? I can't see. Uh, I think so. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, this movie was just really, it's just, it's a really beautiful character study. Yeah. But it's not a happy story. No. But there's some happy, like there's beautiful moments. I think that's just, that's, kind of life frankly you know there's beautiful moments and everything but it just kind of made me sad where I was like you know she has this chance at you know family and relationship and community that's that's uh, Mm -hmm. I I hate saying stable all the time but stable but but just that that that's that's has longevity sure you know what I mean and those are things that I think we want at our point at at, at this point in our lives so uh uh, not to talk about my mom the whole podcast, <laughs> but she's she's been watching and and you know commenting on these movies. And when we watched Sound of Metal, you and I had an opinion on that and how beautiful it was and how it was. It wasn't about fixing her, his ears; it was about mm-hmm. you know fixing his mind and like learning to cope and handle and all that stuff. And she didn't like that. She thought you know he should be able to get his ears fixed and like the implants should be able to work and like how awful is it that he has to give all that stuff up that he, he loved so much. And so, you know, for her, that choice, she didn't like that, that choice that mm-hmm. was made in that movie. And I feel like because it's not what I would want, I don't like this choice that was made in this movie. So I, I feel like it just yeah. depends on like, you know what I mean? Like there are different things that people, you can tell a story and 10 different people will all pull a different like theme yeah. out of it based on like where they are in their life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think we're at that point, too, where we're sort of welcoming more responsibility. Sure. You know what I mean? Most days. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, uh, I'm at a point in my life where I enjoy I enjoy having a productive work day. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, Yeah. Uh, like, like y- you feel like you've done something. Yeah, for um, sure. And, you know, when we're in our 60s, and the kids are all grown and moved out, we might be mm. like, hey, let's hit the road, and I don't want to have any more responsibilities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we could feel that way. But I just, I don't know. I think it's just an interesting. I think, you know, I was talking to a good buddy of mine, Jesse um, um, Dukes, mm-hmm. not my drummer. Um, and he, we were talking, and he was like, you know, I think people forget that everything has a cost. Like, you can do anything you want in life. Yeah. Literally at any point, any time. Yeah. Well, I can't. I couldn't pole dance right now because there's no pole in this room. So there are limits. Okay. You know what I mean. If you wanted to pole dance you, right now, you could go find a way to do it. I could. 
Okay, I'm, but I'm I'm just saying, but like any streetlight pole, any choice that you make, you're yeah. free to make. Sure, but you're also responsible to face the consequences of that choice, mm-hmm. whether they're good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to live that nomad lifestyle, what does it cost you? What is it? Yeah. What do you gain? Do you gain the freedom that you crave? Okay, you also lose moments like this where you're with friends. Yeah. With community, is that if that's worth it to you, then great. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like you also could inadvertently hurt people. I don't want to say like in a way that you're being malicious, but like I could be like, man, I'm sad because I lost my co-host or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your co-host. So I I, 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 I lost my host, my personal host. Yeah. There so you go. I, I wasn't think, going for like friend. I, think, I was going for host. <laughs> I think that's an interesting thing about this film where it's like she, I don't know, she just, to her... She makes a lot of sacrifices because there are a lot of opportunities for her to like deepen relationships Mm -hmm. or like choose a path. There are a lot of paths that she could choose that she doesn't, she just keeps on the road. But I also feel like in in reality, you'll find that you can have all of the things like you don't, they're they're not necessarily exclusive. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, but I feel like there is some resentment, like, uh, when she leaves her sister's house. I feel like her sister's like, oh man, why won't she stay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Uh, but I, I feel was... like there's definitely some resentment. Like, she doesn't even tell, does she tell Dave that she's leaving? I don't think so. She, I just, think she leaves just leaves in the morning, like, yeah. early in the morning, takes off. But I'm saying, like, with Dave or with her sister, she could have those relationships and the travel. Yeah, possibly. You know what I mean? possibly. Where, where like she could be yeah. like, "Hey, I'll be gone for two weeks." Yeah, and I'll be back, or I'll call you from the. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when when she calls her sister, she seems. You know what I'm saying? Like those moments where she starts asking people for money. Mm-hmm. It just like. She sounds like an addict. Well, I was thinking of sound of metal. Yeah, 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 I, went, yeah. I was, and so it's interesting. You know, it's like. I think there's a lot of beautiful points to it and a lot of beautiful community are you are you i might be off here but it almost seems like you're you're alluding to the idea that maybe she's she like wants the losses like you're saying that these things don't have to be mutually exclusive oh yeah but she maybe but yeah. she, you, you see what i'm saying like yeah. she's she's not just making the choice she doesn't let anyone off easy it seems like it's like a hard line like she she I don't know, pushes buttons or she's a little bit abrasive. Yeah. With it you know, there's a, there's a line. What's the song? Uh, maybe it makes it easier for her to maybe. do it that way. What's, what's the song? It was huge. Uh, what about goes by uh, Gautier, uh, somebody that I used to know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a line where it somebody. says, like, yeah, where it's like, uh, you can be addicted to a certain kind of sadness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe that's where she is, where she, the only thing she knows now is loss. And so does she, she like keeps, I don't know, it's interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is whiskey talking? Well said. Anyway, we can wrap it up. I mean, because uh, we got to do our little Oscar uh, wrap up. Oh, yeah. Um, Are we doing that at the end of this episode? <clears throat> yeah, we can. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I thought the end of the movie was, was very beautiful uh, mm-hmm. with Swanky's uh, send-off and then Bob talking but this was tough man this was a really sad movie 
Yeah, it was just for me. It was really bleak. There was not much like hope that went along with it. Yeah, maybe it's just because of where I am in my life. You know, uh, it definitely. Didn't I feel, feel like hope. I'm just repeating what we've been saying. It didn't feel hopeful, <laughs> um, but it felt resolute. Okay, you know, where she was like, sort of being like, "I'm at peace with this," you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I know that this one wasn't such a linear narrative as far as the, this episode goes, but this movie is tough to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So, final thoughts. Take us home, Zach. What do you think of Nomadland? I think it's a good movie. Uh. It wasn't my favorite of the movies that we've mm-hmm. that we've seen. I think it was beautifully done, the cinematography and the music. The saving grace for this movie for me is the music. Like the yeah. music is is spot on all the way through. Um very sad. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> what do you think? Well no, I I would agree. I I think it's beautifully made. The cinematography is breathtaking. The music is incredible. The mm-hmm. acting on uh, Francis McDormand's part is incredible. McDormand. Uh, McDormand, sorry. Um, is She does a great job. Uh, the cast is great, you know, with the non-actors in there, you know, Bob Ross and Linda May and Swanky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an important story. I really do, especially in the time frame that it is and the great, great recession. I think people, I mean, even like we lived through it and we didn't, we didn't see this side of it. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's an important story. Um, it's just sad. And I, I think this movie, this, it's such a real take on filmmaking and it's such a real take on storytelling that it's, I don't want to say it's boring, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like life is not like movies all the time. Um, so I think it was great. I don't think it was, it didn't make me cry. Um, no. And it that's made, the thing. It made it me think a lot. But. It didn't have that deep, effective moment. This was like a a, a, a a slow, like dull pain of set of sadness. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest spike of of emotion for me was when Bob was telling the story about his yeah that, son, which was only only, only made even bigger when he realized that it's that's he was not he's not acting. That's just that's him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, you know, it was just. It was so well done that it he it's obvious now to me that he wasn't acting, you know. Yeah. Um but I think it was great. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a it's it's a it's a really thought provoking movie to me. It is thought provoking for sure. I would say. Uh rate it. Rate it. I would give it an A. Okay. We're we're on the A Maybe scale. Maybe like ninety two or three. Ninety. Okay. I was thinking like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. It wasn't it didn't hit me like some other ones did, but so uh, for me, if I was ranking this, and maybe maybe I'll have a change of heart, like when I think about it a little bit more. But right now, I think it's in seventh place above Mank. Really, personally. All right, cool. We got anything else, Zach? Or we can, we want to want to take it home. Uh, we can take it home. So that's it for Nomadland. Yep. That we've done all eight films. Uh, Oscars are going to be coming up this Sunday, yes. April twenty fifth. Uh, as always, please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, whatever you can do on the platform that you're on. Leave yep. a, leave a review. Leave a review. Uh, tell your friends. You can reach us on Twitter at mm-hmm. b i i g podcast. Yep. 
You can email us at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Hunter's on the Instagram, but is it good podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no yaz at the end of that, sorry. No, there's no yaz at the end of the, the handle for the But is it a good podcast? <laughs> but is it a good podcast? Um, Say yeah. the yaz in your head. Make sure that after this, you check out our uh, Oscars wrap-up, mm-hmm. and we do some predictions of the biggest categories. Um, that's going to be really... I think it should be released the same day as this. should be out. If you're listening to this, yeah. it should be out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Monday, we start... Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 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 All right, so yeah, we're gonna go from great films to Mortal Kombat. Uh, so we're upgrading. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. At thank blah blah blah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. As always. Uh, please reach out and say hello, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. We are going back to one a week, correct? Yes. So we are going back to Monday's releases. Monday releases, set your calendars, get ready to listen to us on the way to work. Yeah, we're going to... Or Mon- at work if you're working remote. Monday, yes, but Monday mornings at midnight. Mm-hmm. They'll be out. Well, Monday... I guess Monday mornings at Monday mornings at midnight sounds weird. It to does me. sound weird, but it technically is Monday. Technically, you are correct. I know. Wow. Wow. This has gone off the rails. <gasps> wow. We're getting wild up in here. Oh, it's yeah. only episode 18, and we're getting wild. <sighs> All right, cool. Love y'all. See you guys later. I love you too. There you go.